Hey, what's up? I'm Sonia. And I'm Leela. And we're both high schoolers in a global pandemic bored out of our minds. And we bring to you Youth Speaks. In this episode, you're going to get to know a little bit about us and our podcast. Here's a fun fact we've actually never met in real life. <laughs> Another fun fact, we're interning with Service Space together and we got really close really fast. Another fun fact, you're listening to Youth Speaks and from today, we're going to be your local big sisters. We're going to cover everything from boy problems to Life360 to our generation's response to the inspiring global movements taking place right in front of our eyes. Tune in to Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, and iTunes to hear from acclaimed guest speakers. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at YouthSpeaksCA. Shameless plug there, Leela. <laughs> now, let's get to know a little more about us. Okay, you start. No, you start. Fine. Okay. Uh, favorite color? Honestly, like, I'm going to go with black. I know I'm, like, really basic. But <laughs> um, how about favorite sport? Okay. You're going to hate me because we've talked about this before. But um, I just have to say it. I have to let people know my favorite sport is soccer. Ew! Soccer, I'm sorry. It's so, so fun and so intense. And watching the World Cup is, like, literally like i've never experienced something like that like the the no, rush no. and the goalpost <laughs> and the soccer ball is just like so pretty like they designed it so well i feel like no i just i don't know <laughs> I agree. okay what's your favorite show uh gray's anatomy you know this everyone know knows this, this. Know this. yeah know this. i've literally watched all 16 seasons like at least 10 times i have no life 10 times <laughs> <laughs> how about like favorite snack um okay that's easy it's goldfish crackers goldfish crackers also my favorite food it's my favorite snack it's my favorite pastime it's everything <laughs> to me and of course. not the flavor blasted ones actually it's a controversial opinion but i think the flavor blasted ones are really bad um the regular cheddar ones mm-hmm. are good and i won't agree to disagree because it's just the truth okay <laughs> okay what is or not what but who is maybe like the most attractive or like coolest male celebrity that Harry Styles oh okay for sure Harry Styles he's literally mm, he's so attractive and he's such a great person his personality is just and I know I sound like one of the Harry Styles fangirls but I actually don't like his music mostly because my his music like does not go in my playlist at all but um he is just the perfect person and I would literally die for him how about um most attractive girl celebrity Okay, I think Natasha Leon, hands down. Of course. Um, yeah, you've heard me talk about her before. I think she's perfect. I think she's beautiful. I think she's smart. I think she's she's everything. And then, this is controversial, but I think that Jennifer Lawrence can be redeemed in 50 years. It's going to take her 50 years, but in 50 years, she's going to make a huge comeback. Everybody's going to love her, and I'll be here, and I'll be <laughs> saying I told you so to everyone. For anyone who ever doubted her and me. For anyone who doesn't know what she's talking about, just go on Twitter, look at like Jennifer Lawrence, you'll find everything about her. Not not very great. Everything you need <laughs> to know is literally on Twitter. Just Sucks. search it up. But I think she was so good in the Hunger Games. She was literally incredible as Katniss. Some people disagree with me and that's okay. But I'm gonna be there to say I told you so in fifty years. <laughs> okay. Okay, wait, Sonia, do you wanna do a round of Never Have I Ever? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Um, it makes me giggle. 
Never have I ever <laughs> cried over a boy. Never. Obviously, never. Okay, I don't believe you. <laughs> okay, um, how about uh, never have I ever peed in the shower? Oh my god, Sonia. <laughs> this is our first episode. Okay, but as my favorite woman ever, Natasha Leon once said, nothing in life is easy except pissing in the shower. I have. Okay, wait. Forget about never have I ever. What's your favorite Bollywood song? Oh my god, Sonia, that's like the perfect question. Okay, my favorite Bollywood song. I have a lot of favorite Bollywood songs. There's Aja Nachale. There's um, sorry, I pronounced it wrong because I'm American. Um, Indian American. But anyways, um, there's so many. But my favorite one takes the prize. Zuby Dooby from Three Idiots. Definitely. No room for argument. Literally so amazing. Wait, let me try to find that song. No, bro, we already have it ready to play. <laughs> Sonny, don't pretend we don't have all this gifted. <laughs> Leela, stop. You're hurting my ears. Okay, shut up. That song is literally my childhood, though. I've watched that movie so many times. Okay, but it's actually really sad, though. For anyone who's listening, you can go look it up on Netflix. It has Amir Khan and everyone else that's important in it. Um... It's actually really sad and it's really, really like a good commentary on the whole Indian education system. And I I think watching it was one of the times that I've laughed the most, but also one of the times that I've cried the most. What about you? What's the time that you've cried like a ton, like three idiots level crying? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Definitely. Literally season 11 broke me. Like the whole season just like, (laughs) so terrible. But still, guys, it's a great show. Go watch it. Sonia, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. You're deflecting. No. <laughs> okay, um, how about one thing you want to do before you die? Oh, see the northern lights. Like duh. Duh. Yeah. Okay, what's your biggest fear? Um, the corona. Speaking of the corona, how are you doing through all of this? <laughs> Your accent was so <laughs> bad. Why did you say it like that? Okay, I love you. Shut um up. Um, I can't keep myself motivated. I know that I don't shouldn't put that pressure on myself and I shouldn't strive to keep myself motivated through this like horrific global crisis but um honestly I keep putting that pressure on myself and I don't know why and I think it has to do with this whole environment of just producing 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 and you know I'm an incoming senior in high school so I feel like I have to show my worth and just show everybody that I'm I will can be an asset to them. Everybody yeah. meeting colleges, but it's really <laughs> hard. It's it's hard when you're in isolation, right? I mean, I don't know. I just I see all these things going around on Twitter and like social media, being like, "Here's my quarantine schedule. Like from eight to eleven, I like do a bunch of work, and I just I can't schedule my time like that. Otherwise, I get distracted, and I just keep turning to distractions like social media and Netflix, and just it's hard. It's really hard. And I know other people are also experiencing it. I know people are experiencing it. I just like don't know really what to do about it. Uh, what about you? Definitely. I'm literally like sleepwalking through the whole day. And for anyone listening, we're all going through the same thing. Like I understand stress eating. I know Netflix binging and all that. And just because there isn't, it's just because, you know, there isn't much else you can do in a time like this. It's definitely been, you know, difficult for all of us. It's been difficult, you know, for families in the world. And I think we should all cut ourselves some slack. You should cut yourself some slack. How is, totally. like, how's your Netflix binging going? 
badly and I was always doing badly with it but I mean I also want to acknowledge that like we are super privileged to be able to be bored and waste our time during this pandemic you know because it's just like we have the privilege to be bored and I'm I'm thankful for that because I know so many people don't have that and I think that like with social distancing and everything like now the fact that we have the privilege to be bored means that we should also follow these guidelines and we should also wear our masks which like how I, I don't know how's that been going for you um social distancing not that great actually facetime really sucks for me which like <laughs> most of my friends know totally. and i'm always making an excuse to get out of calls and whatnot but you know i have been hanging out with people mostly because the thoughts in my head are so loud especially because <laughs> i'm alone so to keep myself sane i go outside and, you know, for everyone who's cooped up at home, I suggest you all go on a walk, get some fresh air, because as cliche as I sound, it actually works. But, you know, anyways, how are you doing with all the social movements happening in the world today? It's pretty, it's overwhelming and overdue. The two main words that start with an O that I feel like are governing my life right now. Overwhelming, overdue. I just have this constant feeling that I want to get out there. And I want to do something because, and I've had, I have been to a lot of protests across uh, the last few months and they've been really amazing to go to. And I've, I've gone with my mask and with hand sanitizer and tried to socially distance as much as possible, but yeah, for sure. It's hard with a pandemic and you know, the pandemic has like really exposed these really drastic inequalities in our communities, just these huge disproportionate um, cases in black and brown communities especially lower income black and brown communities and it's exposed this whole thing that you know these lower income black and brown communities were like created by the government and or not created by the government but the government had basically redlined them into these spaces and not given them adequate adequate excuse me access to healthcare and it's ripping apart our healthcare system and it's showing how much more it caters to wider affluent communities totally Um, yeah it's the healthcare system is just totally for profit very business focused very business like in fact um and i've heard a lot of stuff going on about corrupt reporting from from hospitals um which is just really really um it's very frustrating and more than frustrating, it's saddening to hear because growing up in this country, especially you and I, you and I both know what it's like to grow up in this country. And for you, you grew up in two countries. Um, yeah. So you know what it's like to be promised something by your government and then grow up and learn that your government actually doesn't really give Definitely. a damn about anything that you're doing and anything that you want. So it's it's pretty frustrating. But, you know, there are there are ways to help and there are resources so yeah um i think that spreading information is just the first step of the pandemic and then checking your privilege and then realizing that privilege comes from an oppressive system and i think that mo that the most that everyone can do right now is just stay safe sign petitions protest safely and like as always just keep checking your privilege and make sure you stay informed And even as people of color in the world, we have to check our privilege and take action to further be allies to minorities that, you know, face discrimination everywhere. Totally. I couldn't have said it better. That was, yeah, very, very exactly what I've been thinking. And it's hard because I'm both of I, both of you and I both live with Indian families, South Asian families. And um, 
while we both while we personally both have pretty great parents who are very open to us getting our education and very open to listening to us and to talk things through with us I have a lot of friends and I know a lot of people who kind of experience what I call like the phenomenon of the educated first generation kid I don't know that was like a long title I have to find a better thing for it where (laughs) their parents basically move them to another country like pour everything work super hard for them to get educated and then when their child wants to come and correct them on something that may be you know something culturally insensitive or something that's been kind of like beaten into them by society stuff like in India huge problems are colorism the class system is very prevalent yeah there's a lot of nationalism um but some parents just don't want to hear it from their children so definitely that's definitely yeah. a big thing in brown families and I know that other people experience that for you so I don't know how, what has it been like for you um well the pandemic a lot more time to spend with family since I'm usually away at boarding school or studying but you know obviously there's only an amount of family time I can take per day but you know it's usually nice to sit down and have dinner together or watch you know a movie late at night because you know I can sleep in the next day but like you said, spending so much time at home has also forced me to talk about um, more serious topics with my family, like, you know, government, the pandemic, which are two like really difficult topics to talk about, especially because I don't know how I feel about either of them right now. You know, with schools reopening at so many cases and people still catching the virus like rapidly every day, it's definitely getting worrisome. And, you know, it's not just our government. It's also, you know, other countries on the other side of the world. Totally, totally. It's it's really interesting, like, how similarly the um, India is also going through a similar nationalistic mindset revival um, right. of Hinduism and about, you know, the lines are being blurred between citizenship and religion and those yeah. two identities. They're starting to go hand in hand, which is... As you know, you and I both know it's pretty dangerous. Um, and in India, the pandemic is just ravaging the entire, all of their systems. Um, it's They're reopening as cases are skyrocketing, which is leaving lower income people that had previously been seriously oppressed because of India's historically brutal caste system. Yeah. Uh, just leaving them in tatters. And there's, my dad was telling me about how these people who are usually farmers and artisans um they've like harvested a ton of crops because it's basically it's harvesting season right now in india right Um, yeah monsoon season so the rain is coming and people are harvesting and basically all of their harvest is rotting because all the markets are closed but on the other hand you can't close down a country without giving people resources to live and then you can't reopen it without giving people health care so yeah huge mishandling of a global crisis and we're seeing it in two countries definitely and like for all of you listening you're gonna hear so much about Leela and I's political views Leela and I's you know like background culture roots everything as you know you keep listening but definitely even here with like families losing their jobs I know it can be like super hard because it definitely takes a toll on people's mental and even like physical health everywhere, Mm -hmm. especially for my family. So many people abroad want to like get into the U.S., but they can't because of complications with visas and green cards, which is so terrible throughout this time because safety systems are so important right now. 
And I know that even international student laws are everywhere. And I think um, I think the one that I remember vividly got repealed. But it sucks because, you know, like international students have their whole life here, their family here, their friends here. And it just sucks for them to think that even for like a week that they might not be able to come back to where they live. Right. Yeah. My cousin is an international student. Um, she goes to school in the U.S., but she's not a citizen. And she was pretty worried for a couple of days. So I'm thankful it got repealed. Um, yeah, for sure. And my, my school isn't opening until, I mean, they say it's just the first semester, but with the way things are going, it looks like it'll probably be the whole year. Um, so I'm I'm sad because it's my senior year. I've spent um, six years at the school. I've been there since sixth grade. <laughs> and now Jeez. I know it's crazy. And this is my seventh year. I'm entering my seventh year there. And I've been looking uh-huh. forward to graduating from the school ever since I was 10 years old and I auditioned and I'm sad I I, I want prom you know I didn't get prom last year either because we closed down um for uh-huh. the pandemic and I want to walk the stage and I want to get a graduation um but yeah I'm really sorry about that thank you thank you I mean obviously there are more people are going through so much more but I do feel sad I'm gonna miss this and it's hard it's I know whatever told me I would apply to college in a pandemic. You know, it's yeah. it's already daunting enough to apply to college, but I mean, I wasn't even I wasn't even able to take the SAT because every time I've signed up for it, they've canceled it and mm-hmm. the college board is scrambling to try and get us to take <laughs> yeah. standardized tests. I mean, I had to take my AP test online and uh-huh. so I mean, there's no way for me to take the SAT before I really apply unless something drastically drastically changes yeah i'm sure you'll be fine though because you know okay guys for anyone listening lila's like super smart she's like applying <laughs> yeah, to like ivs yeah. and stuff and her ap scores are like perfect and everything but yeah i'm sure that you know Sonia's you'll really, find a way really to get beautiful. through it Just shut so up everyone uh, i call you smart and you call me pretty okay <laughs> she's beautiful but, yeah. inside and out she's also so Thank smart you. just and her stop, voice is Lila, she should do asmr Okay, anyways, uh, yeah, I totally get that. You know, how is like your mental health being affected by the fact that you have to apply to college, you know, amidst a pandemic? Well, it's the screen time aspect that I feel like has hit me the hardest because I've had to stay home, right? And I'm not able to go to school. And like, uh-huh. which means that my Zoom classes are like, are they're starting in two weeks. And even when I was doing them from March to June, it was really draining. I the exhaustion yeah. just really hits you really really fast, and so that was really draining for me. And I had never experienced having to be on like Zoom calls like back to back, you know. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think that you know the fact that you can't apply like nonverbal communication or like even body language through Zoom um, makes you want to like overcompensate. Well, at mm-hmm. least makes me want to overcompensate for you know my speaking or whatever and which gets really tiring at the end of the day which is probably like we like why we don't like FaceTime either because it gets so tiring the fact that we have to keep overcompensating you know working twice as much and like giving twice as much energy as we usually do totally but nailed it like that's exactly what yeah definitely and to all of you who feel the same way you should definitely keep listening to our podcast with all our fun tips tricks and tidbits oh my god now you're the one shamelessly plugging <laughs> no for real though we're always gonna look out for you guys big sister vibes big sister vibes forever i can't believe you just said that <laughs> okay shut up but 
<laughs> for more as we talk about the pandemic, desensitization, the Black Lives Matter movement, and more other social movements, and how it's affecting everyone around the world, how prevalent these things are, and have always been. And don't forget about college applications, body image, access to therapy, and more. This season is going to be about mental health in high school and the current events that are in all of our minds right now. Our next episode is going to be about general mental health in teens, and it'll be released on August 1st. We'll have our guest speaker, Sally and Kaiser, talk about her journey and tell us a couple stories while giving us tips all around. Before we sign off, we have two very important people named Mark to thank. Mark Lukacs, for one, has been extremely amazing through this process. He's given us so many tips and tricks about podcasting that we would never have even thought about, which is why Leela and I are sitting in closets right now. But <laughs> huge shout out to you, Mark. Also, thank you, thank you, thank you. A thousand times thank you to Mark Peters. Mark Peters is an incredible man. You are incredible very i'm sorry you're at a disadvantage because you've never met him um to everyone listening he basically designed our logo for us and our intro music and he really like whipped us into shape he knows everything about photoshop and (laughs) without him we would not i'm telling you we would not be here right now you would not be listening to us yes go mark thank you mark and thank thank you to both marks they're both incredible i'm just so grateful of course. And also totally feel free for anyone to send us a DM on Instagram. If you need any advice ever, it'll be 100% anonymous. And that's a promise. Also, you guys can call in on Anchor and send us a voicemail and we can feature you on our podcast, which would be great. All right. Peace out, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.